I remember thinking at one point that I did not feel like I was worth forgiving. I didn't feel like I was worth my own forgiveness because I had made too many stupid mistakes. I trusted people that I shouldn't have, right? Because I wanted somebody to care for me so bad. And I just mishandled myself. And I felt like, That wasn't worth forgiving because I should have been smarter. I know better, so why didn't I do better, you know? And it's not that I'll ever be 100% healed from certain things. It's not like you ever forget memories of certain things, but you have to deal with it because it 100% does affect you in your life today. You may not realize how, but if you sit and think long enough, you'll realize that this behavior or this response that you have to this type of situation is because of something that happened to you when you were a child. You are not responsible for when somebody trash tries to come your way, but you are responsible for allowing them to stay. And you know how they know? By how you enforce or the fact that you don't enforce or don't have any boundaries. The fact that you say, I don't like when you do this thing or this thing really bothers me. Or I would never date somebody who does that. And in the same breath, you turn around and give them a pass for doing that exact same thing. That is you casting votes to be disrespected. That is you casting votes to tell somebody that they can play with your emotions. Because if you are not going to stand up for yourself, what makes you think a predator will? If you are manifesting and dating out of desperation, out of trying to fill a void, out of boredom, you are probably not even prepared as an individual to be in a healthy relationship because You already don't feel whole and complete as a person. So you will attract your perfect toxic missing piece. And they will drag you through the mud and put you through hell. And then at the end of that, you will say men are trash. But you will never take the time to realize that you allowed that into your life. Acting like you didn't hear that angel on your shoulder is a decision. And even if you try to distract yourself and dismiss it and act like you didn't hear that, that is a decision. Decisions that are going to have consequences that you won't like. And you come around and try to find somebody to blame. But you were warned. Your intuition told you. Now some of us, I get it. We we are emotional beings, okay? Sometimes you just want to add some seasoning, some flavor to your life, a little razzle-dazzle, especially in the summer, especially in the warm weather, right? Just just a little obey, a little spice, a little, um, you know, a little curry, a little pepper, a little cayenne, you know, just, just a little flavor. But that is a decision, a decision that will have consequences. And I know some people, sometimes it's like you've already made up your mind. You have already made up your mind. I don't know who you think you're fooling. You're not fooling me. You're not fooling anybody else who knows you. You're fooling, I don't know, the voices in your head. That's that's who you're fooling. (laughs) 
Hello and welcome back to another episode. I am Sensi, your host. And on this podcast, we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. I am excited today, you know, because my voice is back. It's not like 100% back. Well, it's back, but like I'm I'm not like 100% well but close, you know, like 95, 95%. So that'll work. God is good, child, because, you know, when you get sick, that's when you start, that's when you realize you've been taking your, your good health for granted. And it's just a very humbling experience. But that, you know, that's not, that's not my life anymore. Okay, so on this way out, so I will rejoice. Anyway, how are you doing? How are you doing, sis? I really hope you have like a very restful, peaceful, quiet day ahead of you where you're not too busy because this episode is going to make you reflect. Okay, it's going to make you reflect. Today, my voice is back so I can be in your business. Yes, I can be back in your business. And today, I might come for an edge or two. So... <clears throat> you know, just a, just a fair warning, right? But when I start my episodes, right? In the beginning of every episode, I say the same thing. I introduce myself because I realize some people didn't know my name. And then I say what the show is about, taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. The reason I say that is because I want to make my intentions very clear from the beginning so you understand where I'm coming from because I might take an edge or two in the process and that's exactly what I'm going to be talking about today. I'm going to be explaining exactly what that means because that's what the whole show is about. So, you know, I go in depth of many dif- I go in depth about many different topics in different areas of your life, but I feel like I need to reiterate the purpose of accountability and why that is like the main theme of everything, especially for those of you who are new. Hi, hello. Happy to have you here. But the reason why I might sound so harsh on different episodes when I say different things is because I'm holding you accountable. I'm holding myself accountable. And that's one way to look at it, right? That's the better way to look at it. The other way to look at it is thinking that I'm blaming you, right? Or I'm telling you something is your fault. Now, the two are essentially the same thing, but how you frame it will dictate how you react to it. And that is why it's important to look at it as taking accountability, okay? I'm going to define what that means in a second. But the reason why it sounds harsh is because I'm holding you accountable for the consequences of the decisions that you chose to make. I'm trying to help you understand that you are in control of your life. You have the power to change your circumstances. But if you feel like life is happening to you and not for you, if you, if you play the victim, if you feel like the world is against you and it, it's always something and this, that, and the third, you will invite more of that type of 
energy and experiences into your life. So that's why I'm holding you accountable for how you choose to behave, how you choose to react to things, the decision you the decisions you choose to make. So hopefully if it wasn't clear before, it will be clear in this episode. I will also give some examples of my life as per usual. So you can see that I am not just talking to you as a self-righteous, perfect, holier-than-thou type of person who has never made a mistake and I just, I just decided to make a podcast calling people out, okay? And I will also reference any episodes that go in depth about anything that I mention so that you get the full picture and I don't be too redundant and I don't make this episode too long. So this is how it started for me, right? In episode six, I talked about how I always used to play the victim how I always used to act like everything was happening to me and I just couldn't catch a break and I used to give a lot of myself and my energy to people and then I waited to see how much these people would give me in return and pity me and want to return the favor or give me a break, right? I put all the power in other people's hands. I put myself last and I put other people before me, right? Giving when I had nothing left to give or giving my last and thinking it was noble because I'm a caring person. I'm a generous person. I'm a giving person, right? I have a good heart, right? That was my definition of that. Giving until I had nothing left to give, always putting myself last and putting others before me. And I made myself, my gosh, the If you are not new here, you probably heard me speak against this so many times, and this is the reason why. I made myself responsible for healing and helping other people out of things that I hadn't even helped myself out of yet. People were going through things, and I was going through things, and I would literally put what I was going through on the back burner and try to be there and give advice to everybody and, you know, lend a shoulder, lend, lend my whole body if I need to, lend, lend, like give everything, everything to help people. And I never gave, I never put that type of energy and effort into my own self. And I was waiting on these people to return their favor because it's like, okay, well, if I do this much for you, you should want to do this much for me, right? played myself, played myself, right? But that's the type of life I used to live. I used to be a victim. I was an avid victim. Like everything was happening to me. Life was against me and I just couldn't catch a break. That was my mindset. That's how I operated. Long story short, I told you on episode six, that literally led to me almost taking my life. And then a miracle happened. And then after that miracle, I started to look at things differently and I started to take accountability. I didn't realize that it was taking accountability. I didn't realize that's what I was doing back then. But in hindsight, I can see that's what I was doing. And because it changed my life, that's why I made this whole podcast, right? Because as a result of all of that, I was burnt out and feeling unappreciated by everybody in my life, right? And... I wondered why nobody put me first or nobody checked on me. I wasn't happy, but I was hiding it all of the time. I was that person who would always make jokes and try to make people laugh, try to um, lighten the mood when I was literally dying inside. And I didn't even feel like I had the capacity to express that, right? And that's, that's, that's another issue. But anyway, so yeah, I just, I always felt like I wish I had a me for me because of how much I gave 
And then I realized that I had to decide to be the me for me. I had to do these things for myself. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't be giving all of these people like all of me and then leaving nothing for myself. Like I had to be responsible for giving that to myself first. I had to be responsible. I had to prioritize myself first and I didn't do that. But then after that, you know, episode, I decided to start doing these things slowly but surely. And then, you know, I eventually forgave myself and it took years. It took years to forgive myself. I remember thinking at one point that I did not feel like I was worth forgiving. I didn't feel like I was worth my own forgiveness because I had made too many stupid mistakes. I trusted people that I shouldn't have, right? Because I wanted somebody to care for me so bad. And I just mishandled myself. And I felt like, that wasn't worth forgiving because I should have been smarter. I know better, so why didn't I do better, you know? Because I considered myself and still consider myself to be a very smart person. But it's like, how can you be so smart and you act so dumb when it comes to taking care of yourself, when it comes to who you let in your life, right? That's how I thought. So I felt like because I had made so many bad decisions... And I allowed myself to get hurt by people or me getting hurt was a result of those bad decisions. I felt like I could not forgive myself. I wasn't worth forgiving. And you know what that led me to do? Put up walls. It made me put up so many walls to the point where I felt like I was literally a shell of myself. I was a shell because I was still that sweet you know, emotional, caring, giving person that wants to give that much to people, that wants to be there for people, that wants to help people, that wants to love and be loved. But because I've had, I had had so many bad results from trying to do that in the past, I felt like it wasn't safe for me to be that soft person so I locked them away in a prison and I put up all of these walls and I created this like evil, mean, cold, nonchalant alter ego to protect myself, right? And that was the person that was the president of the men are, men are trash committee. That was the person that decided to be very selfish at the expense of others. And, you know, being selfish and putting yourself first is is good it's recommended right but the way I was doing it it was it was a bit savage okay it wasn't <clears throat> yeah it wasn't it was it wasn't the best representation of me you know anyway but that's who I was I became a very just cold nonchalant person to protect myself and eventually and this whole process I'm talking about took years right but eventually I I started taking down the walls because even though I put up these walls to protect myself, they led to a bunch of issues that I did not want. Like, <laughs> like attracting emotionally unavailable people, right? Like 
feeling like, again, feeling like a prisoner, not being able to express myself, being uptight and like feeling like I had to be strong and I couldn't show my emotions because that was weak and vulnerability was disgusting. The thought of vulnerability made me want to throw up. Like it was terrible. And I also realized that you can put up these walls and, you know, have that little protection for yourself, create that alter ego to defend yourself and all of that. But at the end of the day, if you are a lover girl at heart like me, if you are a hopeless romantic at heart like me, it gets very lame just going through life acting like you don't care about nothing when you know you deeply care about everything. But you have to act like you don't care about nothing so people don't take advantage of you. Like, give yourself a break. Give yourself a break, child. I had to, I had to, I had to drop the mask. It was exhausting. Because another thing is, I didn't succeed at preventing myself from getting hurt. I still got hurt, right? In different ways. But now it was just a bunch of BS added to it because I would never allow people to get that close to me because I didn't want them to have the power to hurt me. So it's like, what is the point of having people in my life if I'm going to keep them at arm's length because I don't trust them, because I don't trust anybody, because I was hurt in the past? Like, it, it just makes no sense long term. If you really sit and think about it, it just makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. It's an illusion, it is an illusion. You are deluding yourself into thinking that you can protect yourself by keeping everybody away from you. You will still get hurt. But now you just won't have any genuine relationships, any genuine friendships, any genuine anything because you are not being genuine. You are a shell of yourself and you're not acting like the nice, soft, emotional person you really are. So it's like, Everything will be shallow. Everything will be surface level. And you will, it will always feel incomplete. It will always feel like you just coast in through life, right? Like it just, it's not worth it is what I'm trying to say, right? I decided that I would rather put up, you know, boundaries instead of walls. I decided to make boundaries take the place of these walls and work on my ability to enforce them so that I protect myself in a healthy way while also getting the type of treatment that I believe I deserve, right? And working on all of the things that hurt me so that I don't have any animosity, so that I don't have any of that resentment towards myself or to other people or towards a, a, a certain group of people, you know, of the opposite sex, for example. And then I also had to now forgive myself again for putting the walls up like first I didn't forgive myself so I put walls up then I had to forgive myself for putting the walls up and then take the walls down and forgive myself like it looked like y'all it's a process I don't want to say this and make you think it's easy or it's something you can do in a weekend okay it took years because like I said I literally did not feel like I was worth forgiving at some point in time but anyway long story short I am who I am today, and I preach accountability on this pulpit that is my podcast, right? Because nothing would have changed if I did not take matters into my own hands, if I didn't start taking accountability 
and realizing that nobody's coming to save me. Nobody's going to fix me. You know, like people walk into your life to trigger certain things to let you know what you need to work on, right? But at the end of the day, it was, it was me. I had to make the decision to even want to work on those things, to even deal with trauma, to decide to heal from certain things, to decide to put resentment behind me. And I'm not 100%, okay, because I saw this picture that explains it so perfectly. They, it was a diagram of like, you know what a slinky is? I hope it's called a slinky. I forgot. I think here they call it a slinky. But the thing, the circular thing that you can pull apart and it stretches and has all these different colors and you drop it and it like falls down into a circle or whatever, like that thing. So imagine something like that, right? But vertical. So somebody made a drawing that said healing is like, um, the reason it feels like walking, it, it feels like walking in circles because, you know, you one minute you feel like you're over it and this won't trigger you anymore and you've grown and you've healed. And then you get presented with another situation where it triggers that and now you feel like, well, am I even healed if I still feel like I should respond in this way? And the reality is you might be in the same situation, but you're on a different level, right? Like, so maybe in the past you were at level one, like base, ground level, no healing, just raw, unfiltered. Maybe then you would have fought somebody for something, right? But then you healed, you go up three levels and you feel like you're in the same position again. But because you've done the work now, it's like you feel like you want to fight, but it's an opportunity to choose a different response. And now you choose to actually talk about things instead of fighting. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> I really hope that makes sense. Because I, I don't even know where to go find the, the picture that I saw. But that's why it feels like going in circles. Because and every, every now and then when I, you know, go in these circles and I'm presented with an opportunity to choose something different, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes for some things, my first choice is to really bring out that old side of me. Sometimes that's really what I want to do right? Especially when people try you and act like you won't play games, you know? Anyway, anyway, so I'm still working on myself, okay? Mind your business. <clears throat> Back to the point. So yeah, I am who I am today and I preach accountability on this podcast because my life would never have looked like this if I didn't take matters into my own hands, if I didn't say I don't want to live this life that I've been living for so long. I want something different. How do I change that? What do I do about that? Right? It all started with accountability. And I'm a very reflective and introspective person. So I was able to think back on all of the traumatic or painful or just unpleasant experiences in my life. All the, thing, all the things that I felt like I was holding resentment towards myself for or other people or in general I was I literally wrote them out on a piece of paper I'm not even joking at one point I wrote all of them down and I said I'm going to tackle each and every one of these things because I was suppressing my emotions I wasn't dealing with these things and suppressing your emotions will incite other um, behavioral responses to things in my experience with me suppressing my emotions, 
because I didn't want to cry and I didn't want to be vulnerable because that was disgusting. It made me build this alter ego to protect myself, right? I didn't want to feel, so I had to avoid it and I had to make sure it didn't happen again, you know, which not failed, but I digress. Um, with me suppressing my emotions, it led to me just avoiding things, like not communicating and ghosting. Like ghosting was the action it incited from me. I didn't want to deal with things, so if people made me, if people triggered these things or make, put me in a position to talk about something or feel something, then I would ghost them. I'm, I'm, I'm calling myself out, okay? If you find yourself in my story, that's your business. But that's what I did, okay? That was one of the reasons why I would ghost people. I don't like the emotions you are bringing up right now, so I'm going to leave this situation altogether with no warning. And that's it. You never hear from me again. <laughs> Y'all don't be like me. Okay. You know what? I'm better now. I'm better. You know. So, okay. So back to the point. Back to the point. I'm saying this because I want you to think about what you are avoiding or suppressing or what resentment is inside of you that's making you deal with certain situations or people in a specific way that might be toxic. Right? That might not be the best representation of how you can respond to something. I want you to think about that. I really do because it starts there, right? My whole journey started with me addressing all the things that I was avoiding. All the emotions that I was shelving for later that made the shelf break and fall on me and put me in a very hard situation. But then after that, I decided that I had to do something about it. And if we take it back to the accountability piece here, right, in terms of decisions, let's just be very clear on something, right? And this is, this is where I'm going to get very harsh or it's going to sound harsh because I'm going to put it very bluntly. And again, I feel like we live in a society where Things are sugar-coated enough, right? So I'm not going to do it. I don't think I do you any justice by sugar-coating things that you need to hear in order to be a better person. If any, but now I will say that maybe sometimes I do acknowledge that delivery matters, right? However, it's very important that you have people in your life who will tell you what you need to hear versus what you want to hear. Be very mindful of the people who, sugar, who sugarcoat everything and the things they're sugarcoating is when they should be telling you that you need to get your life together because th these people don't want to see you do well, okay? In some instances, I understand that sometimes when people are, like not everybody's receptive to accountability, when they're dealing with certain things or going through certain things. I understand that. But at some point, the conversation needs to be had if you care about people. And I feel like everything is sugarcoated enough in a society we live in today. I am not going to sugarcoat anything for you, okay? I'm sure you have a lot of people in your life who can sugarcoat everything and enable you. I am not going to be one of them. So if I say something and it sounds very harsh... I will explain it. I will do my best to try to get you to understand where I'm coming from because it's not a bad place. It's not a harsh place. But you need to hear this, okay? That's my disclaimer. 
Now here's my thing. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great, but having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You do not get to choose the consequences of your decisions, but you do get to choose your decisions. Let me explain what that means. You are often presented with, you know, an opportunity to make decisions and there's multiple paths that you can go down. Now, you can anticipate things, you can plan for things, you can hope that something happens with each decision that you're considering, but you don't have control over everything, right? It may not turn out the way you think it will turn out, especially if there are other people involved. You cannot control other people's actions, right? Do I believe that you are 100% responsible for every single thing that happens to you? No. There are some things I don't think anybody would have chosen. There are some situations where people are put in compromising positions that they did not choose to have these things happen. They would never choose to have these things happen, but... Because somebody else made a decision, it affected their life in a terrible way and they could not have foreseen that or protected themselves and it's very unfortunate. You don't always get to dictate everything that's done to you or the consequences of the decisions made that impact you. However, you are 100% responsible for your response to said decisions or situations, right? You are 100% responsible for how you respond to any situation. You don't all, you are not the cause of everything. You are not at fault for everything. Some things, yes. Other things, no. But you are 100% responsible for how you respond to something, okay? 
Let's talk about that in depth. Let's talk about what that means. One example is that you may not have chosen to be born into a poor family or an abusive family or an unstable home. You didn't choose that as a child, as a baby. I know some people talk about choosing things in the spiritual realm. We're not talking about that. I don't have the knowledge and the insight for all of that. So I'm not going to be talking about that. Okay, whatever. I'm talking about when you are a human being on this earth, right? As a baby, you didn't like you don't you don't know what's going on. You can't control these things. You can't control the fact that you were born into a a a, a poor family or something like that, right? However, when you become an adult, you are one hundred percent responsible for your life, right? You are responsible for your decisions. You may have been born into poverty, but if you die poor, that is a result of the decisions that you chose to make because of the, the hand you've been dealt. It sounds very harsh. It sounds very mean. But here's what I don't understand when people fight this. There are people who are, who are born into poverty and they die wealthy, right? They, they leave an inheritance for their children's children. There are people who start from nothing and they turn into something. Why is it that some people would try to argue so much so that, oh, well, you know, I'm, I just can't do this because I didn't have this privilege that this person has. You are 30-something years old. You can make decisions, okay? Like, you cannot walk around with a crutch, you cannot walk around with a crutch. You cannot walk around with a bunch of excuses talking about why you couldn't do this, why you never amounted to this. Number one, you're still alive, so there's a possibility that it could happen for you, right? Not with that mindset, but still, there's a possibility. It's, it's possible if you change your mindset. But you can't use stuff that happened to you in your childhood to justify how you are as an adult. Yes, some of these things do dictate how you are as an adult, but if it still affects you to this day, it's because you made the decision to not deal with it. You made the decision to not address it. And I understand it might be too painful to look at. It might bring back too many terrible memories. You might have things in your life going on right now where you feel like you just don't have the time to go into an emotional rut. I understand that. Life doesn't stop just because you get hurt. However, I want you to understand that you avoiding certain things does impact your life today. It does impact your behavior. It does impact how you interact with people. You might think that not looking at it protects you from the fact that it happened, but there are going to be things about you and your behavior and your response to certain situations that are, as, that are a direct result of that experience. And if you never address that experience, you are just going to keep acting this way and make excuses and be like, oh, well, that's just how I am. Or I am this way because this happened to me. You can always make the decision to address that, to go to therapy, etc., etc. But because you are choosing not to, you are remaining stagnant. You are remaining toxic, right? You are becoming this person that nobody wants to be around. You may have not been responsible for why it happened. You may have not been responsible for how it affected you. But as an adult... As an adult, you are responsible for your healing. I hate to break it to you, 
because I'm human too. There are some things that I wish that I never had to go through, but it does affect me. It does impact me. And if I want better, then I have to understand that I am responsible for my healing. I have to get help. I have to change my perspective on this, right? That's the only way to fix the situation. That's the only way to resolve it. And it's not that I'll ever be 100% healed from certain things. It's not like you ever forget memories of certain things, but you have to deal with it because it 100% does affect you in your life today. You may not realize how, but if you sit and think long enough, you'll realize that this behavior or this response that you have to this type of situation is because of something that happened to you when you were a child. It's because of the situation you were born into when you were a child. That's why you need to address it. So that's number one. Another thing, right? And y'all know I like to get in your business <laughs> with your dating life, right? But you know, we've all been there. But another example is <sighs> Luxus. At the end of the day, I get it. We're human, right? We aren't meant to be alone. We want companionship, we want love, we want affection, we want, you know, we, we want all of these things. But um, you need to understand that who you choose to get that from has a very significant impact on your life. And if you let your feelings make the decision for you, if you let the fact that you are afraid of being lonely... Or if you let the fact that you don't know how to be by yourself, right? And not, not until you die, I'm just saying, like your own company. You need to distract yourself from that silence from, of when nobody's texting your phone or when you're, not getting any, when you're not getting any attention. You need to distract yourself from the fact that you are by yourself, you know? If you're one of those people... And this is the reason why you date or the reason why you want to get into a relationship, right? For as a distraction or to play games with people or whatever. You need to understand that you will attract, because you're operating in that energy, you will attract somebody that is perfect for you in the worst way possible. Because if you are trying to attract a relationship out of desperation, you will get somebody that preys on that desperation. Somebody that knows they can do whatever they want with you. Somebody that knows that they can violate all of your boundaries. They can ignore everything you say because they know you would rather put up with them than be by yourself. You would rather put up with them and all their BS then be by yourself. So they have no incentive of actually treating you right because they know you're not going to demand it. And you know how they know? By how you enforce or the fact that you don't enforce or don't have any boundaries. The fact that you say, I don't like when you do this thing or this thing really bothers me or I would never date somebody who does that and in the same breath you turn around and give them a pass for doing that exact same thing. 
That is you casting votes to be disrespected. That is you casting votes to tell somebody that they can play with your emotions. Because if you are not going to stand up for yourself, what makes you think a predator will? If you are manifesting and dating out of desperation, out of trying to fill a void, out of boredom, you are probably not even prepared as an individual to be in a healthy relationship because you already don't feel whole and complete as a person. So you will attract your perfect toxic missing piece and they will drag you through the mud and put you through hell. And then at the end of that, you will say men are trash. But you will never take the time to realize that you allowed that into your life. You are not responsible for when trash men try to come into your life, right? Because some people will just always have the audacity. They know you out of their league. They know they don't deserve you, whatever, but they'll shoot their shot anyway, right? Audacity is on sale for the opposite sex. But you are not responsible for when they come up to you. But you are responsible for whether or not you allow them to stay. You are not responsible for when somebody trash tries to come your way. But you are responsible for allowing them to stay. If you keep saying stuff like, oh, why do trash men only come my way? It's because you give them a place to stay. Every time somebody who does not meet your needs, does not meet your standards, violates your boundaries, disrespects you, comes into your life and tries to play with you, you welcome them with open arms. You can't just keep saying men are trash when you are the ones making a bed and creating a, a, a comfortable home and environment for them to dwell in in your life you keep allowing them to stay let me tell you something because we all pay bills if your um apartment building or mortgage people whoever you pay a mortgage to if they told you hey we would really appreciate your um we would really appreciate you continuing paying rent um, for the remainder of the year. We really appreciate your business. We value you as a customer or whatever, as a tenant. Um, but you don't have to pay rent for the rest of the year. It's encouraged. It's strongly encouraged. We would like you to pay rent, right? But you don't have to pay it if you don't want to. And then you think it's too good to be true, right? Because in what world does that happen? And then you say, you know what, let me not pay next month. And then you don't pay and you realize that and they send you an email saying, hey, we noticed you didn't pay rent. We still appreciate you. It is encouraged, but, you know, thank you for being a tenant. And you realize there's no consequences and you just live in there rent free, right? Spending your money everywhere else, doing all of these things, living your life because you don't have to pay rent. Are you ever going to pay rent again? Are you even going to leave and move to another apartment where you know they will enforce that you have to pay rent? Probably not, right? Because that apartment complex allows you to live there without paying rent with no consequences. 
You are the apartment complex allowing people to live in your, your home rent-free, to live in your life rent-free, right? And then sending emails of encouragement to pay rent with no consequences. These people are not going to pay rent. These people are not going to respect you. You do not require them to respect you. So, and, and, and now, now the word is going to get around that this apartment complex doesn't make it mandatory to pay rent. And they're going to invite all these broke people, right, who can't afford to pay rent. And they're going to sit there and they're going to trash the place. And you're going to have to, or the apartment complex is going to have to pick up all of the pieces, pay for renovations, pay for the upkeep because the building is going downhill because of the type of people it's attracting now because these are people who can't afford to pay rent and they don't pay rent, right? The building is going to go downhill and the, the, the apartment complex is going to go out of business because nobody's paying rent. They're not making any money, but they have to be paying all of these expenses every month. You see how that works out? You are the apartment building in this, in this situation. You can't be making a place to stay for people who don't meet your standards, people who don't respect you, people who... You have a list of non-negotiables. They don't even meet it. You have a long, let's say you have a list of 10 things that you really want in a person, right? In order of priority. So number one is the most, number 10 is a bonus, right? People are meeting your needs from the bottom up and they are not meeting your non-negotiables and you are making exceptions. And now your life is going downhill because that has a significant impact. Your significant other has a significant impact on the quality of your life. So your life is going downhill now. Things are falling apart. And you think the other person is the one to blame. Yes, partially, right? But understand that this is a 50-50 situation. You allowed them to treat you that way with no consequence. If you keep allowing people to treat you a certain way with no consequence... They are not just going to wake up and start respecting you all of a sudden. Let my apartment complex tell me I don't have to pay rent. I will erase that line off of my budget. They will never receive a dime from me again. Stop doing that with yourself. It's not always on the other person. You allow them to treat you that way. And I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm not saying this to bully you. I'm not saying this to make you feel bad about yourself. I'm saying this because when you realize that the, the, the tone you set for people in your life dictates how they treat you, when you realize how you treat yourself sets the tone for how other people treat you, then you start saying, Oh, well, if I did this and it gave me this result and I don't like this result, what can I do different to get the result that I want? And then when you take accountability, hello, when you realize that you have the power in your hands and it was a decision that you made that attracted that, you simply make a different decision and you start getting the things that you want. That is why I'm saying that the power is in your hands. You, let me tell you, some things happen and it's not your fault, but some things, some things you played a part in, okay? And when you 
if you ever go on a tangent and start blaming other people and other situations for what's happening to you, I want you to start taking a step back and saying, did I have anything to do with how this turned out? Because I did that myself, right? And again, it takes a strong mind. <laughs> it takes a strong mind to realize that you are not blaming yourself and you are not the worst person in the world and, and, and everything just like nothing works out for you and everything always goes wrong and I'm a terrible person and this is my fault. This is not where I'm trying to make you go. I'm trying to make you see, okay, well, if I accepted a certain type of guy or if there was something that I did, if there is something that I'm doing that's making people think they can disrespect me or bypass my boundaries, what ca how can I tweak that to get the results that I want? That is how I want you to think about it. Not like I'm the worst person in the world. This is my fault. I don't need to be forgiven. I've been there. Take it from me, okay? It's not going to work. It's not going to do anything. It's going to make you feel bad about yourself. It's going to make you feel like trash. And you're going to turn into a very cold, nonchalant, cold-hearted person that years from now, you will have to heal from. So let's not even do that, okay? Let's not even do that. I already gave you a preview of what that is going to cause. Let's not even do that, okay? If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. From now on, I want you to start thinking when something happens that you don't like, when a result in your life happens that you don't like, I want you to just take a step back, feel how you want to feel, right? If you're hurt, cry. If you're angry, scream, however you deal with things, right? Hopefully in a healthy way. Feel how you feel, deal with it, but then eventually I want you to quiet your mind, quiet some space, find a, a nice quiet room or something, Go someplace that makes you feel calm, journal, however you think, right? And I want you to consider this. Was there anything I did that led to this outcome? Was there anything I did to attract this type of person into my life? Or what, like how exactly did I create this comfortable place to stay for that trash person based on what they did? Like, what were the signs, what were the things that I did that led to them thinking that this was okay, right? And some people, like I said, you'd, you're not responsible for why they are trash. You're just responsible for why you allowed them to be trash to you, right? This is not a um, Bobisha the Builder type of thing. This is not no, oh, He's hurt. Let me try to fix him. Worry about yourself. Worry about yourself. That's not what I'm saying. Okay? This is not no, oh, he's going through something or she's going through something. That friend is going through something. How can I? This is about you. 
This is about you, right? If people are evil, toxic, manipulative, etc., etc., narcissistic, all these buzzwords people throw out on the internet, that is not your responsibility, okay? That's between them and their therapist. We are talking about you. I want you to think about what are the signs that you ignored and then why did you ignore them? It's not just enough to acknowledge where you went wrong. You have to ask yourself, why? Why did I let this slide? Let me give you an example. If you say you want to be in, I don't know, a a romantic relationship or something like that, right? Or, you know, if you say you want to be in an honest relationship and then this person tells you a lie and you let the lie slide and they turn into a liar and a cheater and all this extra stuff, right? Let's take a few steps back. What were the signs you ignored? Like things gradually progress, right? Some things don't necessarily change overnight. So what were the signs that you ignored? Okay, I ignored when they lied the first time and it spiraled. Why did you ignore that lie? Okay, because I was lying about something and I felt guilty, so I excused their lie. Why did you lie? You know, like just keep asking yourself why. Eventually you'll get the problem. You'll get the real problem. you get down to the root of the issue. Why did you lie? Or if you didn't lie, it's like, well, I felt like it was a harmless mistake and it shouldn't happen again. Okay, but if you said that was a non-negotiable for you and you wanted to be in an honest relationship, why did you let a lie slide? Why did you let the one thing that directly violated that slide? Well, I didn't want to be by myself. Why don't you want to be by yourself? Because it's uncomfortable and da-da-da-da and da-da-da-da. You see how it always, it always goes back to you. It always goes back to a void or a need or an insecurity or something in your personal life. And that's where you start the healing. That's where you start forgiving yourself and giving yourself grace for these things. Because now when you, when you do this process, I guarantee you, you will start seeing things that, like you will start seeing problems or, 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 or stuff that you didn't even know you, you were dealing with because maybe you don't stop to think about these things, right? And that's where you give yourself grace. That's when you nurture that inner child. That's when you forgive yourself. That's when you start saying your affirmations, rewiring your brain to believe that you deserve better. And then naturally the process will take care of itself because you know how you had this, you have that ex in the past and the you today could honestly throw up at the fact that you ever gave this person a chance. You know why? It's because you've grown since then and you will grow from this point in time, right? Your taste will change when you start working on yourself. The things that you were once attracted to, the things that you once thought were just the best things ever will now make you want to throw up. And that's how the process takes care of itself. (laughs) That's how the accountability just starts taking care of itself. When you focus on the reasons why you are allowing these things, when you take accountability and realize that there's some part of you, there's some void you're trying to fill, some, some part of you is making you make these types of decisions. When you focus on that, it will take care of everything else. And another thing, Miss Girl, Mm-hmm. I know that summer is coming. Mm-hmm. The warm weather 
is around the corner. And we know how that messes with our discernment. Mm-hmm. You just, you willingly decide to be delusional. You willingly decide to act like that good angel on your shoulder that hasn't been, that has already been working overtime, trying to protect you, told you to behave yourself, told you that this decision that you're thinking of making is not the best one, told you do not respond to that person. But I don't, it's, I don't know if it's the vitamin D or something. I don't know if it's the, the rays of sun coming through your apartment making you feel like, mm-mm, mm-mm. And you just flick that shoulder. You, you just flick that angel off your shoulder. You just dismiss that voice in your mind that tells you to make better decisions, right? I, want, I just want to, to, to pause there for a second and let you know that that is a decision. That is a decision. Acting like you didn't hear that angel on your shoulder is a decision. And even if you try to distract yourself and dismiss it and act like you didn't hear that, that is a decision. Decisions that are going to have consequences that you won't like. And you come around and try to find somebody to blame. But you were warned. Your intuition told you. Now, some of us, I get it. We, we are emotional beings, okay? You know, sometimes you just want to add some seasoning, some flavor to your life, a little razzle-dazzle, especially in the summer, especially in the warm weather, right? Just, just, just a little obey, a little spice, a little, um, you know, a little curry, a little pepper, a little cayenne. You know, just, just a little flavor, but that is a decision, a decision that will have consequences. And I know some people, sometimes it's like you've already made up your mind. You have already made up your mind. I don't know who you think you're fooling. You're not fooling me. You're not fooling anybody else who knows you. You're fooling, I don't know, the voices in your head. That, that's, that's who you're fooling. You're delusional. We all know, we have all seen, me and your angels already know. We, we see you. We see you having the conversation with yourself like, no, you know what? This is just, it's summer. I want to live my life. I want to do these things. Or, you know what? I don't even care this time around. I don't even care that he texts me. I don't even care anymore. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Or you know what? I know I shouldn't be spending this money right now. I know I shouldn't be buying this thing right now. I know I shouldn't be doing this. But you know what? YOLO, you only live once, blah, blah, blah. And I know I've told y'all to live your life, okay? But do not, do, do not, do not make decisions and say, I said. I, didn't, I, didn't, I never said that. I never said to make poor decisions, okay? Because you know, sometimes, sometimes you make decisions and then you try to blame you try to find somebody else to blame you try to find somebody else to blame it's like well you said that i should mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, you're an adult you are an adult oh well this person told me do you not have a, a, a capable brain are you not able to make decisions for yourself 
it's not no this person. It's not no that person. Okay? You are choosing to make a decision that you know will not benefit you. And that is your responsibility. You have to take accountability for that. But sometimes your mind is just made up. It's made up and you're walking around thinking you're manipulating people by trying to get them to agree with what you want to do, right? Framing a, a poor decision in such an enticing way to try to get them to co-sign on your bad ideas so that you feel like, you know, if somebody else says that this is a good idea, that it must be a good idea. No, you need to own up to the fact that your mind was already made up before you ever took it to anybody else. It was already made up. Don't, don't even do that. Don't even do that. Don't, don't, even, don't even try me. Don't even try. You already made up your mind. You didn't need anybody else to co-sign. It just made you feel better, but you already made up your mind. So go ahead and take your time and, or eventually you'll have to make time to go through this process of, what did I do that could possibly lead to this decision? And after things happen, you'll be like, oh, there was nothing I did. But just remember, your mind was already made up that you would be doing such and such. And now you are dealing with consequences that you don't want, that are not ideal. And it's like, I just, I don't know why this person would do this. I don't know how this could happen to me in my life. I don't know how, I'd, oh my gosh, I'd, I don't even understand why my bank account is overdrawn. Oh my gosh, I don't even understand where this debt came from. Just remember you made up your mind. You made up your mind. You made up your mind. That's all I'm saying. Because some of y'all like to blame other people. Some of y'all like to try to manipulate people into co-signing your bad ideas so you can get all of that fire stirring in your mind. You, can, it, it, you and that devil on your shoulder just has a, 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 a ball in your mind when other people start co-signing your bad ideas. It makes you feel better. But just remember, you already made up your mind long before you got other people's approval, Okay? So as much as you might want to blame it on them, when things go south and say, oh, well, you told me or they told me, no, you're an adult. You're an adult. You, 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 you chose to make that decision. Your mind was made up long before you ever got anybody to co-sign it. So let's not even, let's not even do that. Let's not even do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming for you today. Let's not even do that. So, my friend, I will say it again. This is about accountability. This is about accountability more than it is about dragging you, okay? You might feel dragged in the process, but that's probably because many people don't hold you accountable, and that's very unfortunate, but you can get that from me every Sunday. You're welcome. So this is about accountability. This is about looking at the areas. I want you to take a piece of pen and paper or journal something. I want you to write down everything, big or small, as long as it matters to you. Outcomes that are currently happening or have happened recently or in the past or whatever. And I want you to go through that process of, was there any way that I contributed to this outcome? Was there anything I did? And why did I do that? And then why did I do that? 
And then why do I, why did I do that? Why do I feel this way? And start there. Understand that the power is in your hands. And if you use your powers for evil, okay, don't be surprised when that's the type of experiences you start, you start inviting into your life, the type of experiences you start having, okay, when you start making these decisions that you want people to co-sign on. But anyway, this is about saying if your life is not going the way you want it to, what did I do along this way that led to this outcome? And what can I do now? How can I change it? How can I reverse it? Or what can I do now to get the desired outcome that I want? If you are in a relationship where you don't feel respected, what actions did you take to make this person feel like you, sh you shouldn't be respected? And it's not to say that you shouldn't be respected and you're a worthless person and all of this. Please. Don't take that type of stuff personal, right? Don't focus too much on what it means and what it says about you. That's not what we're focusing on right now. We're focusing on, is there any part you had to play in this? If this person is disrespectful, what do you do to make them feel like it is dis it's okay for them to treat you that way? Again, and I will keep saying this. Don't look at it from the standpoint of I'm a terrible person. I don't deserve this. How dare you say I deserve this? How dare you act like this is my fault? Because part of it might be, okay? And again, that's unique to every situation. For the things that you did not make a decision to have this thing happen to you, for the situations you were born into, for the things you had no control over, what did, how did you respond to it? And how does that affect you today? So I told y'all with me ghosting and all of that stuff. <laughs> you know, anyway, anyway, it's about you. So yes, what, just think about the, the hand you have to play in the things that happen to you. Spare yourself the pity party of, oh, I don't deserve this. Or, I'm da -da 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 -da. We are working on changing right now. Okay. We are not working on playing the victim. You've had enough time to do that. That's not what we're doing right now, okay? We are working on changing the situation. We are working on if I am possibly the reason that people think that they shouldn't, work on, they shouldn't worship the ground that I walk on, how do I change that? How do I fix that? How do I present myself in a way that literally repels people that know they cannot meet my standards, repels people who don't have the best intentions for me, or even if they don't have the best intentions for me, how do I present myself in a way, or how do I create boundaries and enforce those boundaries so that even when they try, they don't make it past that gate. They don't make it, they, 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 they're not welcome, access denied, right? And if you're struggling to enforce those boundaries, why do you struggle to enforce boundaries? What makes you feel like this boundary is too much or you are not worthy of this? Or what makes it so hard for you to communicate how you feel? Address all of those things because 
when you go through this process, you will realize that the root issues are a lot of things from your past, your childhood, your insecurities, blah, 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 that are creating this undesirable life, either altogether or in specific areas that you don't want. Because these experiences do affect your life, whether you realize it or not, and this exercise will help you realize it. Now, I'm not just pulling this out from anywhere. I've actually done this. I'm not, I'm not telling y'all to do anything I haven't done. I told you I'm a very introspective person. I have done this, okay? When I was going through it, I didn't have money for therapy. So I had to take matters into my own hands. And I took a pen and paper. And I told y'all in some episodes ago about forgiveness, I wrote down a list of names of people I needed to forgive. And I wrote letters to them. I poured out my heart. I got those feelings out of me. And then with the accountability piece, I wrote down all the situations in my life that was making me feel miserable. And I considered, what can I do about it? Because I can't control other people. So what can I do? And then I realized the ways that I was self-sabotaging. I realized the way that the ways that I was putting people before me. And then when I realized that... Um, when I realized those things, I went deeper and I said, well, why do I allow that? Why don't I feel like I should put myself first? Why is this so hard for me to do? Blah, blah, blah. Right. This, th th these are things that I have done myself. These are things that I do myself and <clears throat> they have been working for me. And so that's why I'm asking you to try it. OK, because. I don't, I don't this is this is about accountability this whole platform this whole podcast is about accountability today we're talking about you and your business okay and if there's any specific area that you struggle with after you do this process go ahead and scroll through I mean there's over 100 episodes out I probably talked about almost like everything almost every area if there's something you need to hear specifically something you need to work on specifically there's probably an episode for that already so yeah bestie let's get our lives together you know so that we can make semi-flavorful decisions this summer okay and for the rest of the year let's let's get it together let's get it together Big and small, whether it's your productivity, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your relationship with your family, whether it's your career, where you are in life, whatever it is, anything that's undesirable, consider what am I doing that is leading to more of this undesirable state? I can sit here and talk for hours on this, but this is something that has to be personal to you, right? I can give generic examples all day long. I can talk about myself and you might resonate with some of them, but you have your own unique life. You have your own unique experiences that I may not touch on. So it's important that you do this yourself. And shameless plug, I do have journals to help you reflect on certain things. Now, this process of accountability there are some that will help you think about certain things outside of that. Like, especially the relationship journal is going to be in your business. Okay. Some of the prompts, when you answer them, it's going to be like, 
oh, I didn't realize I was doing this. So I didn't realize this is my fault. And then that's something you can go into. And then there's also a healing journal that allows you to vent and curse people out respectfully in the comfort of your own home, you know? So yeah, that was just a shameless plug, but they are there to help you, okay? If you're interested, go to sukudathoughts.com slash journals and use code STP, as in Sukuda Thoughts Podcast, STP, for a discount. I don't remember what the discount is. I think it's 20% off, but yeah. So yeah, go do that. Get your life together. Um, Q2 is Q2. We, we, we halfway in Q2. My April was something. I was sick for two weeks. May is starting. Let's, let's get it together. Let us get it together. Okay, let's get it together. That is all I have to say this week, and I will talk to you next Sunday.